It is the start of spring and the beginning of the new year of 1091 of the Third Age. Ziv Reinhold, you find yourself on the road to the capital city of Andrin, Hanaria. After visiting the capital, you plan to head to the markets of Gamor before traveling to the dwarven nation of Calandria. You are part of a small caravan from a mining village in southern Andrin. You're heading to Hanaria to deliver goods to the Golden Krail. You've been promised 10 gold pieces on arrival to Hanaria for this escort mission. You're not exactly sure what the cargo in the caravan is, but they seem to be very protective of it. While walking and guarding alongside one of the cargo wagons, the human wagon driver turns to you and says, Hey, boy, you look tired. Wanna hop on? Yeah, I'd actually really appreciate that. Oh, come on. Uh, what was your name again? Sorry, I forgot. I'm Earl, one of the wagon drivers, just handling some cargo for you. I'm Ziv. Ziv. Uh, Ziv Reinhold. And then you crawl, you crawl onto the wagon as it's moving because the caravan won't stop, obviously, but you, you find quick footing. Yeah. So, uh, Earl, you've been doing this job for a long time now? Yeah, most of my work is uh, here in Andrin. I just kind of go from town to town, taking shipments for people from shop to shop. Imports, exports. That sounds exciting. E- exciting? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It's, uh, some, I mean, it, sometimes you'll see some things on the road. Coming up to these big cities, it's always nice. They have some uh, some nice architecture that, that really kind of gets your eye, you know? Yeah, and you get to see all sorts of different people and the different races. And I, back at home, it was just, you know, elves. Back at home, where are you from? Eh, not too far from Gamor, uh, just in the forest right by it. Ah, the, uh, the Northware Wood. Yeah, okay. Me and my people, we protect them. I've, I've taken some shipments to some villages there in that forest. Say, Earl, isn't it dangerous going? I mean, I know you have an escort now, but isn't there a lot of danger out here on the roads? It it can be kind of sketchy in some areas. I would say so. Yeah. Um, the closer you are to Mithron, though, uh, they've got they've got a pretty nice area over there in Mithron, and people don't usually travel too close. But Rodana down south, that people seem to be fighting for their lives down there all the time. So I I try not to take any shipments across those bridges. That's frightening. I'm excited about Mithron, though. I've heard so many things. My mother says that the greatest magic items are from Mithron. Oh, yes. That civilization is thriving. They, um, they ever heard of something called Iridarium? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's, that's an ore. That's it's a mineral that can be found in the mountains. And it's used to enhance magic items. They must be the strongest kingdom. You gotta keep in mind, Rodan is the one that really likes to take those conquests. It was only like a hundred years ago that they actually took over Televastral for a little bit. But the the doors of Calandria fought him back, though, so... I would say Rodan is probably the most frightening, but the peaceful nature of Mithran and, and of course, their love for coin kind of keeps them uh, dormant, I'd say. Hmm. And he turns and kind of looks at you um, for the first time. And he sees the sword that's sheathed on your side and says, That thing looks a little too big for you. <laughs> well, it's you use both your hands on it. You look a little young, though, to be doing this kind of mission, escorting. I mean, in my 312 years of life, never seen someone so small geared up like you. You actually know how to wield that thing? Yeah. Do you want to see a few moves? I've been taught all my life to fight. Just to, you know, protect and... Well, kind of like what we're doing here, but a lot of it's with the forest. No, well, maybe when we find a stopping point, I'll you can show me some of your moves. What, but where'd you where'd you learn such skill? Oh, well, my mother. She was one of the elite spellblades. 
She taught a lot of people there, actually. We learned to combine magic with our fighting prowess so that we can optimize both the protection we can give and the offensive that we can put out. Hmm. Wow, that's impressive. How, how old are you? Um, not that old. I'm 16. 16? And you're getting involved in things like this. <laughs> I want adventure. I, I love my home. And I love my parents and all the people of the village, but I want to see the world. I, I want to see what the dwarves have in these grand kingdoms. I want to see the amazing magics of Mithron. I want to go to the university to see other elves and see if there's any elves that are like me. Well, you got quite an adventure on your hands. That's pretty much all over the world. But, uh, oh, look, Hanaria, it's on the horizon. It's amazing. I'll never get tired of seeing those white marble walls. Previously on the Four Orbs. Cat, seek out a car. And you wake up. <gasps> what was that? Does a car mean anything to you? A car. A car. Well, I don't. I don't think I've ever heard that. Is that a is that like a name or a place? Or I don't know. I just heard a, a voice when I was asleep. Maybe it, maybe it was nothing. A voice. It told me to seek out a car. Hmm. That is strange. I'll see if I can do some research on it while we're traveling. Thank you. Of course. You see a stagecoach approaching and appears to have escorts. And then the door of the stagecoach burst open. And behind the door... Doris, my good boy. How are you? Ah, yes. Finch. Would you like to ride in my, my coach? You know what? Sure. Gentlemen, onward! <laughs> Three days later, the two of you arrive in Downland Harbor. Well, I'll just kind of, I'll be looking out the window or whatever, and if I see something that, like a general store or like a... Oh, would you like to get out? Yeah, for just a second. Gentlemen, halt! The carriage comes to a halt. Are you joining him or... I'll go in with him. Okay. So you walk inside. Well, how y'all doing? Come on in to Hot Claw Goods. Does he say that every time? I assume he's saying that to himself, and I'm like, ah, oh, we're doing great, thank you, and I'll keep walking. <laughs> you you do see this one younger boy, a uh, human man, seems really timid, and like he's his hands are shaking as he puts a like a spool of rope onto a shelf, and he looks at the two of you in a weird way. Holy shit! <laughs> he like he turns his head to his shoulder, like without moving his abdomen to face you, and he says. Is, is there something I can, I can, I can, I can, I can help you with? Is there something I can help you with? I'm sorry, I just, I, I've never, I've never seen you here before. I'm really on edge right now. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I don't need people staring at me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I'm Siddily. Well, Siddily, I'm going to go join my friend now. 
I think I'm all good here, Dorth, unless you need something. I'm- oh, oh yeah, and I'm sorry about him. He's been, he's been a little weird one lately. What do you mean? I, I don't know. I, a couple months ago, he was being the normal, cheery person he was, and then uh, he just came back. This started when? A couple months ago. Hmm. Um, a lot of people think he is like charmed by a siren or something, like at the, on the coast. But I don't know how true that is. I have no interest in being involved in that. Finch, yes, I am ready to leave. (laughs) (laughs) You finally arrive at the local inn called the Drunken Dolphin. The three of you stand up to greet your arriving friends. Oh, Doroth, Finch, how you doing? My friends! Good to see you guys. Yes, likewise. Yeah, it's been a minute, guys. As y'all continue a drunken stupor conversation for a little bit. Or not drunken, just tipsy. Tipsy conversation the goliath and human is that's sitting at a table that was eating the human looks over to y'all and says well what you got going on over here throw my head over to him with my eyes wide are are y'all a bunch of adventurers trying to get out somewhere you don't have to answer those questions yeah we totally are (laughs) (laughs) we're going to laron laron oh man i haven't been there in a couple years i've never been there um who who are you Oh, I'm Captain Wiley Kayo, and uh, this is my friend here, Stefan. Stefan Grakaya. I am Stefan Grakaya, first mate of Captain Wiley Kayo. You're probably not going to find another captain like me that can handle those waters. I used to be a pirate. You used to be a pirate? Oh, yeah. I uh, worked for the crew of a ship. I don't care. How long were you a pirate? Oh, I was I was born into it. And I'll uh, I'll stand up and start to walk towards him. The Goliath stands up and starts to I, like come over his shoulder. I <laughs> I stand up in between Kath. I'm just like whoa, <laughs> and just shaking my arms wildly. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll also kind of stand and try and put like a, a hand on Kath's shoulder, like steady, buddy. It's it's good, guys. I trust him. He's heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anyone who is a pirate. Well, he's not a pirate anymore, Kev. It's okay. So, yeah, I mean, if if you're looking for a ship, a thousand gold, and I'll get you there. Done. Wait, what? It'll take us to Laurent for a thousand gold. You've got a thousand gold? Yeah. Okay. I'll now retire to my quarters. No, we gotta drink more. You're Doris Faye Broman Kyle. And this, uh, this he is puts true. two ale in front of you from the 15 that was on the tray. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking it. Okay. What are you? What are you gonna not? <laughs> so does everyone keep drinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I guess I'll have one more. And when you get out the door, you see Captain um, Captain Wiley Kayo, and he's got a giant captain's hat on. Oh, time to take a piss, huh? Whoa! Sorry, that's a huge hat. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna relieve myself in the alley. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll join you. I need to pee too. Uh, that, <laughs> I, I um. Finch, you um, you see this. You see Captain Kayo and Doroth walk back in. Captain Wiley, Wiley Kayo goes back to his table, but he's looking a little weird. Doroth went out there to you know go relieve himself or whatever, and then and, and he was he was out there longer than it normally takes a man. You'll scour the area for about twenty or thirty minutes, looking around and trying to find anything that might have happened like whatever's going on felomir you find the captain's hat a big giant decorated cap hat just in the alleyway oh what's this i'll just walk up to it and pick it up i think that's the hat the captain was talking about i heard stefan say that he never like leaves without it all right i guess i'll like just look at the hat and put it on 
Asher and Keth. You two are still sitting at the table in this rambunctious tavern called the Drunken Dolphin. Doroth just walked awkwardly and drunkenly up the stairs to your assuming his room. Finch and Felomir just went outside to investigate, and then Captain Wiley Kaya retreats to his room upstairs as well. The Goliath, Stefan Grakaya, is still sitting at his table, sipping on an ale after Keth questioned Astra if you think you can take him. John Grahar, the bartender, walks over to your table and collects empty mugs and plates. He says, Can I get you anything else? Yeah, those... Okay, look. Those two mugs right there. That's two. One, two. I want you to refill those. Two mugs. Yes, one, two. And I point at them. (laughs) Two mugs. Got it. Anything for you, miss? I think I'm good. Thank you. All right. And he grumbles and walks away. Why do you think dwarves don't know how to count? I, 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 uh, I couldn't answer that. I don't know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Grakaya is sitting at the table by himself, just sipping an ale. Where did everybody go? I don't know. Um, Dorth went upstairs to go to sleep. He's pretty drunk. Um... Other two, I think the other two went outside. How long have they been out there? Uh, 20 minutes, maybe? It's, it's been a minute. Should I go check on them? Uh, I'm sure they're fine. They're probably just peeing together. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't want to go check on that. Uh, John Grahar brings the uh, ales of mug to you, and there are, in fact, two mugs. Hey, good job! Uh, thanks, I guess. Oh. How much? Two gold. And I'll slide him two gold. He takes it and walks away. Let's switch over to Felomir and Finch. Felomir, you find yourself drunk, wearing a five-pound hat on your head, standing in an alleyway. You and Finch just discovered this hat in the alleyway outside the drunken dolphin, between two pea puddles. You turn away from Finch briefly, who is standing on the edge of the alley, and then you hear in your drunken stupor a quick rustle. You turn back to Finch and see a human man with stringy brown hair and bags under his eyes grappling Finch from behind. Finch, you feel a sharp edge against your skin on your lower back. Newcomers to Dallin Harbor, I see. The name is Rian the Storm. Named after Ryan the Stormtrooper for giving us an Apple Podcast review. Hey. How did you get into town without paying my entrance fees? You unhand him. And I walk swiftly in that direction. Huh? huh? Nope. Don't move too quick. Pull the blade off of my back before I remove you myself. Threateningly. Do you stop running towards him, Felomir? Yeah, I'll stop whenever I see that Finch might be in danger. Well, ten gold and I'll let go. Okay, well, unhand me. You pay first. I can't get the gold out of my satchel without you letting go of my arm. The tiefling, not you. I'll uh, just reach into my pouch and take ten gold pieces and just throw them at him. And then he, like, pushes you forward, Finch, into the alley and starts picking up the gold coins. I'm going to turn around and drunkenly pounce on him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Give me no a- one, no one, no one mugs Finch. <laughs> uh, let me look at drunk conditions over here. <laughs> Is there drunk conditions? Hold on. I don't There's- think so. Oh, yeah. Is there? There's no, be. yeah. I mean, I'll just melee him. It doesn't have to be, like... I mean, you still have to make an attack. And it's probably going to be like disadvantage on the attack because okay. you're drunk or something. Would it be under poisoned, probably? Going to be under conditions. 
But I mean, right? like, I don't see a drunken condition on my conditions. There's a whole variant drinking rule on the D&D wiki. All right. Uh, there are five levels of intoxication. Oh, God. This is a very complicated variant rule. Uh, you have an intoxication threshold that is equal to your constitution score. Once you reach the threshold, you're granted liquid courage. Um, and then there's the six levels of intoxication. And then whenever you get liquid courage, it's it's like a time thing is the levels, like for how long it lasts. But it's always five temp. Oh, no, it's you got to roll a bunch of shit. This is complicated. Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> um, I, can't, I Honestly, I quit listening for a minute. Yeah. Because I expect the accuracy to be low. Just give me disadvantage on melee or something. Okay. Make it easy. Yeah, we'll do disadvantage on melee and a plus two to damage. Okay, so as the guy starts to pick up the uh, the gold coins, I'm going to turn around and just try and tackle him to the ground. And All right. Just, you know, kind of pummel him, like, how dare you? Okay, yeah, give me the attack with disadvantage. Okay, first roll is pretty good. Um, it would be 23, I believe. But go ahead and roll the next one because it's disadvantage. <laughs> It's uh, still not that bad. It's a uh, twenty. Twenty is a hit. So give and the damage is six. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's four of them plus the two. So yeah. So you do six damage to him. Uh, are you do- treating this as lethal or subdual damage? Just subdual. I, I don't want to kill the guy or anything. Okay. So yeah, you give him a swift punch to his forehead as you like try to fall on him. Uh, and you do push him to the ground and into the mud, and the two of you are now tussling on the ground. But this guy is willing to fight. And when you look at the blade he has, it's not like a dagger. It's a knife. It's like a small little knife. And he takes a swipe at you with it. For a uh, 14? My AC is 15. Okay. And you just kind of like catch the arm and hold him in place. I guess we can do initiatives if y'all want. That's, that's, I don't know. That's up to you. I'd like to disarm him if I can. Okay, we're going to do get initiatives. money back. Initiatives, then. I okay. would love for someone just, like, passing by on the street to just stop and be like, oh, shit, they fighting. <laughs> it's like, it, it is Crowd also, gathers. like, 1 a.m., so it's pretty quiet in town. Uh, but we are going to do initiatives at okay. this point. is first in line, but he did take a knife attack, so I'm going to take that as his attack. So we're going to move on to you, Finch. Oh, again. Um, I'm just going to continue to try and melee him, really. Or actually, I mean, unless disarming is something else I don't know about. Disarm is an action you can take. Okay. I'm unarmed right now. Yeah, you're unarmed, so you could attempt to disarm him and take his knife away. Hmm. That's a crit miss, so I can't really do any worse than that. Okay, so yeah, you go for the blade, and I'm actually going to make this kind of bad. You go for the blade, and you grab the blade itself, and he rips the blade out of your hand, cutting you. It is a D3 plus his strength modifier damage, because it's a knife. So, five damage. Okay. And after Finch, it's Felomir's turn. They are currently uh, in, like, a a mess of grappling each other, wrestling, and you just saw Finch grab the blade and cut himself in his palm. All right, well, I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's Hypnotic Pattern do? Uh, You create a twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a 30-foot cube within range. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. 
So does Finch do this too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I'm a, it's a concentration spell, and the spell ends for an affected creature if it takes any damage or if someone uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. So they become stupid. Yep, they have to make a Confused. wisdom a wisdom saving throw or they're charmed. Oh, they're charmed? Yes. Like, you can command them charmed? It says charmed specifically, okay. so, so I, believe, I would assume. Yeah, charmed is a charmed creature can't attack the charmed or target the charmed with harmful abilities or magical effects. The charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature. Okay, so you don't control him. You just have advantage against everything you would in, involved in talking to him. Right. Finch, give me a wisdom save, and this is going to be disadvantaged because you're drunk as well. That makes sense? Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, Rian, the storm, got a 15. Uh, that is a fail. Okay. So 14 to 7 plus 4 is 11. I think you fail as well since I had a 15. So both Rian, the storm, and Finch are charmed by Felomir at this moment. Felomir, what do you do at that point with this hypnotic pattern? Because hypnotic pattern is not a vocal component spell, I will say that you can speak during this spell to try and convince them to stop fighting if that's what you're trying to do. Uh, yes, that is what I'm trying to do. Uh, so at this point, I will just yell out, uh, you two stop fighting at once. So give me a persuasion check. Finch, I'm assuming you would stop if he stops, if Rian the Storm stops. So Well, they are both charmed. So. I mean, if he's willing to stop, if Rian stops. Then, okay, yeah. I would so you really only have to convince Rian. Rian. And uh, that's advantage, right? Yes, you have advantage. I'm just assuming I'm doing a normal roll. This is persuasion, so I'm doing insight? Uh, that's going to be a 13. 18. All right. Rian stops struggling with you, Finch. He kind of like stiffens and holds you, like holds where his arms are. After you hear Felomir scream this out, do you make a move if he stiffens up? I'll kind of like, assume that I kind of hear Felomir in the background as well. I'll also kind of just stiffen up and lock eyes with him. Like, I'll stop if you stop, but if you keep going, this is going to get ugly. Uh, another note about hypnotic matter. <laughs> Also, while charmed by this spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. An incapacitated creature cannot take actions or reactions. So, so they're basically just like dazed sitting there. We're just there, looking hypnotized. into each other's eyes. So yeah, y'all are just looking at each other. You hear Felomir, you look at Felomir, and now y'all, they're both just looking at you lying in the mud. Okay, I'm going to walk over to Finch and shake him out of his stupor. Okay. Be like, Finch. <laughs> what happened? Uh, don't, don't worry about it right now. But he's going to listen to us. Okay. So at this point, I'll just like kind of turn Finch around and face the whatever his name was. Okay. So uh, Finch, I'm assuming you've gotten up and we'll assume Rian gets up. You let Rian get up? Yeah, I'll allow him to stand. Okay. So he stands up and now y'all three are standing over the 10 gold coins that are on the ground. What are you doing out here? I'm here to get my entrance fees. Your entrance fees? Yeah, I run this town. Doesn't look like you're running it right now. Yeah, I am. What do you mean? Did you see two guys out here a second ago? No. Where'd this hat come from? And I'll point at the hat I'm still wearing. I don't know. They were peeing. What about a little gnome? I don't know what you're talking about. Y'all are the first two newcomers I've seen. Oh, point to the pee. What about that? That's pee. Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Explain this. Look, how long you been out here? Like out here? Like right now at night? Yes. Right now at night. I mean, I just showed up about an hour ago. I was going to get me a drink, but then I saw y'all come out. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to get my money. Who do you work for? Me. I'm going to start picking up the coins. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, you pick up the coins. He's not going to stop I'm gonna, All right, I'm going to hand it back to Felomir when I'm done. How long is he charmed? Like an hour or some shit? Uh, up to one minute. Oh, okay. And it's Better speed this up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at, I'm also going to make sure I take the knife. So he still has it in his hand. So you you got you going to ask him for it? Hey, can I have that knife? Give me a persuasion check. With advantage. 18. I got a 14. So yeah, you're good. He flips the blade around into his hand, like in a proper way to hand you a knife, and he hands it to you. I'll take it. You got any other weapons? Nah, that's my weapon. Well, not anymore. Not anymore? That's my weapon. Well, I'm going to hold on to it for now. Hey! (laughs) 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 I'm going to kill this. (laughs) It's like a super jail character, man. It's like the spider lady from the portal. Yeah. (laughs) Why can't I have my knife? Because you're going to try to attack me with it. That was passed down in the ages of my, my lineage. I'm going to look at this knife. Does it look special in no, any way? It's really crappy, actually. Oh. This is pretty much a butter knife, man. <laughs> nah, man. It's sharper than a butter knife. Look, this isn't important right now. I'm keeping it. Um, I'm going to give you one more thing to suggest to him if you're, if you're quick about it. I suggest you go inside and get yourself a drink. Ah, give me a persuasion check. 17 on my end. Uh, you win. 12. Well, I wanted to drink anyway, so I'm going in. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll see you in there then. But you got to buy it for me. Deal. Entrance fee. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the way I picture him is basically like a really mangy Kurt Cobain. That's what I was thinking. Um, So Astra and Kath, you see Kurt Cobain walk into the tower. And behind him, fellow Mir and Finch. I'm assuming y'all are going inside the tavern since you're buying him an ale. Yeah, we'll do that. You sure. Hey, there they are. And right whenever they get inside, Kurt Cobain turns around <laughs> <laughs> uh, and looks at you, fellow Mir, and says, Hey, you just casted magic on me. Do you want that drink or not? <sighs> yeah, I won't mess with you again. I don't mess with anybody that does magic. Lead the way. So he walks over towards the bar, and John looks at him and says, Ah, oh, really? What can I get you today? Ah, this guy says he's going to give me an ale. I'll nod my head. Ah, one ale. And he puts an ale on the table. One gold. I'll hand him a gold. Yo, how can, how can you count all of a sudden? What do you mean? I can count just fine. One, two, three. Okay, okay. Seven, 17, four, five, eight. All right, for, you're right. I'm sorry for... See, ever, I can count. Ever doubting you, I apologize. I mean, I can't count as, you know, as high as the king of Calandria or anything. But. <laughs> I don't think anyone can. <laughs> 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 well, enjoy your ale there, buddy. And then I'm going to start walking back over to the table with these two. I'm just kind of hanging behind Felomir, so letting him take this show. And so if he starts to walk away, I'm going to walk away with him. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the two of you reconvene with Astra and Kath. I am now drinking the other um, ale that... Keth ordered? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, like he didn't notice. Oh, I'm you're just like, like sipping it. Are you sipping it and then putting it back in the place mm-hmm. in front of him? Yeah. See if he doesn't notice. Hey, <laughs> guys! I did not. Where have y'all been? Oh, um. Hey, you, you fell out of the cabin's hat. Yeah, so subdued so it. That guy, he tried to jump. He tried to jump me. You know. who, ch- who jumped on what? you? Look, it's not a problem. You know what? Wait a minute, and I'm going to get up. <laughs> well, well, wait. Where are you going? It, it might be a problem. 
Uh, uh, Stefan's still sitting down, isn't he? He is. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna walk over to him. All right. Hey, I found your captain's hat. Oh, you found it. Very good, very good. Um, I guess I'll take it back to my room with and hold it for him till tomorrow. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What happened to Doris? Um. I mean, I know where he's at, but I'm saying like. You mean the little gnome? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, your captain? Did he seem okay? I mean, they're just drunk, I think. Oh. Can't remember things. I mean, I've seen Doris drunk before, and he doesn't usually act like that. Have you seen him that drunk? Yes. Recently, actually. Well, I don't know then. All right. You know your friend better than I do, but, I mean, Captain, he I've never seen him get this drunk, but I've seen him get pretty drunk. Well, what's the Captain without their hat? By the way, I think he peed on it, and I'll hand it to him. <laughs> oh, he peed on it. Oh, good. Again, he says. <laughs> And then uh, Grakai actually steps, like, stands up from the table and starts to leave the room and go upstairs. I'll rejoin my companions. And at this point, I've got, like, googly eyes, and I'm just, like, swaying back and forth. And I'll say, so, what took you so long? Um, we ran into um, a local, a local. A local? Yeah, a guy that lives here. The guy, guy who jumped me over there, and I'll point at it. Hey, he jumped you? Look, it, it's... Oh, look, was it that guy that he's pointing at? <laughs> yeah, we'll say yeah, this. Yeah, it was that guy. Whoa, okay, just calm down. He's not getting... He's no trouble at all. I already took care of it. Ugh. Yeah, I, I put him in his place. That, that you did, Finch. Good, good job, guys. Wait, what happened? They beat the guy up over there. Oh. Uh, on that, he'll turn around from the bar that he was huddling. Like, he was like... He, he was, like, hugging the bar, like, with his ale. And he turns around after hearing you say that. And he's like, they didn't beat me up. He used his magics. And he points at Felomir. That that makes sense. I told you it was taken care of. Yeah, I beat you with magic. He's that's a not magic beat, man. That's not beat me up. I made him draw blood. I'm going to stand up and, like, push my chair over. I'm going to stand up and try and do it in such a way that my chair falls over, but then it doesn't, so then I kick it over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to stare at him, not say Give it anything. a little horse kick. Oh, you want to go again? I'll go. Look, you guys stop it hey, right now. I haven't seen you before either. You owe me an entrance fee. Who, who the hell are you? I'm Rian the Storm. I run this town. Well, well Kath. Are you like the mayor? You, you don't look like a mayor. No, I'm not the mayor, but I run this town. People do what I say. Who who does what Everyone. Oh. Especially newcomers like you. There's I'm so just many making of a us. Face. What? <laughs> <laughs> Could nobody in this town count? Well, actually, I need my knife if I'm going to take you on. Give him my knife back. Give him his knife. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys mugged this poor man? <laughs> he started it. <laughs> Is uh, Finch still bleeding? Uh, yeah, he's like holding his hand, bleeding. Do I notice this? I would say so. Oh my God, Finch, what happened to your hand? Mend it! <laughs> <laughs> Before it's too late. I'll try to cast mending on his hand. He <laughs> <laughs> tried to cast mending on his hand and the glove that he's wearing fixes itself where the cut was like, like a leather glove. And uh, <laughs> but you still feel blood like filling up the glove underneath. I'm like, oh, it looks just as good as new. <laughs> much, that's much better. Do you feel better? I feel better. I feel great. <laughs> Look, no one's mugging anybody, and you're not getting your knife back. I don't care if it was an heirloom. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the chair back up. I kicked over and sit down on it. He goes back to his L at the bar and turns away from y'all. 
I could have taken him. We could, all of us could take that guy, but you know, it, I'm what you know, just okay. We're just gonna let him be. Should we go <laughs> check on Doris? Yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah, and I get up. I'm get up too. I I don't know if that's a good idea. So no. as I get up and I'm just kind of like stumbling, and I say, I don't think he's gonna like getting woken up. No, it's good. Let's he- go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we have rooms? Yeah, we'll say that in the process of this whole uh, drunken stupor and getting food and drinks, y'all have also purchased rooms. I don't know if we actually did it in the last episode, but it's five gold a room. I know I did a performance here. Yeah, you so. got the room for free yeah. uh, through Captain, who paid for it because Jong wasn't going to. Either way, if y'all can all have y'all's individual room if you want. We'll say, D, you have room key three. Keth, you have seven. Felomir, you have nine. You know, 17 is obviously the next number after seven. <laughs> <laughs> Finch, you have two. So y'all are going upstairs to try and find Doroth? Yes. Okay. So you go upstairs, and there is two hallways to the left and right, and there are about 20 doors. You don't know which one Doroth's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Which which one is here? I don't know. Let me check this one. I'm going to go open up room number two. <laughs> is that your room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you knock on room two? Like, yeah, knock I'm going to knock on it, sure. <laughs> so you knock on room two's door. Doris! <laughs> Doris! And then I'm just going to unlock it. Like, that's just part of me making sure that he's in there. <laughs> Doris, you don't hear anything. Okay. I want to unlock the door with my key that says number two on it. Okay, so now you realize it's your room. Oh, no, no, I think I don't, I don't know if I'm realizing or if it's just like I just know I, <laughs> it's just happening. Okay, but <laughs> I'm just gonna unlock this door now. I'm gonna walk in. I'm gonna actually still walk around the room of the room, going, Doris, are you in here, Doris? <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, you look around the room and you do not see a door. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out. And, uh, well, he's not in my room. Well, no shit. <laughs> It's your room. Which one's he in? Oh, I don't know. Doris! Hey, quiet out there! Are you quiet? I'm trying to sleep in here. I'm trying to find my friend and wake him up. Well, I'm sorry, but don't wake him up. He's probably sleeping for a reason. What's the fun in that? Oh, I've, I've never slept drunk before. And then I'm going to walk to my room. <laughs> <laughs> And Jong comes running up the stairs and looks at y'all and says, Hey, be quiet. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little man. Hey, what? The other little man no. that was with us? Sorry. sorry the, the other little man that was with us? Which room did he go into? Uh, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Well, do, do you have, like, a record of it? I just get my key back, and, and then you get a little bit of money back. That's how you... What? So, so you don't, like, keep up with anything? No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Why would he? You give me money, I give you key. You give me key, I give you a little bit of money back. I, I guess we'll just find Doroth in the morning. I don't... Yeah, I'm... I am don't think we should wake everybody up. No more up. yelling, all right? Okay. And he turns around and starts walking down the stairs. Oh, yeah, I'm going in my, like... Yeah, I'm going to sleep. Gone. <laughs> <Felibre's> gone. <laughs> I'm just going to watch Felomir 
all the way to his room until he shuts his door. Are you checking out his ass or something? <laughs> like, ooh. I, just I mean, like, you, I just, your head in real life just like went, mm. <laughs> well, That's me trying to keep my mouth on the mic, too. But uh, you know, like, I'm just kind of like, I feel like I'm just standing there just kind of watching him go. I'm like, and then once he finally shuts the door and walks in, I'm like, well, I guess we're done for the night. And then I'll kind of go in my room and do the same. Astra Cap, y'all are in the little hallway by yourselves. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess it's bedtime. Uh, yeah. I'm I am pretty I'm pretty tired. All right. I'll see you in the morning. Good night. Shh. Oh, sorry. I'm just gonna try to find my room. All right. Yeah, y'all find your rooms and you go to sleep. Now I need all four of you to leave. God damn it! <laughs> bullshit. Hey. Yes. Could you wait till the end or something? Right. No, dude. We gotta do it now. The beginning. <laughs> gotta do it now. Dorothy, you have just entered your room in the tavern. A small twin-sized bed, a nightstand, a desk with a chair, and a small armoire furnishes the room. You swing your pack full of instruments and your other gear off your back and lay it on the bed. What is all this trash? A drum? I guess I guess he's a musician. Oh, okay. I I can do this. Um uh, letters, letters, something, information, something. Uh, it's just a bunch of shitty songs. What? Who is this dude? And then you hear, you know who it is. I'm going to slowly walk to the door. You walk to the door and you open it up. Captain Kayo stands in front of you. He says, hey, uh, you, you've seen my hat? Um, you had it outside. Did I? Yeah. Hmm. And then he does like a very slight shrug with his eyes, more making them like a make like making his eyes a little wider. I don't think it matters that much. I mean, so I went and talked to the the big guy. Yeah. And he said that I never go anywhere without my hat. Oh, we got to get that hat back. We got to get that hat. Um, because if we're gonna go talk to the the ship crew tomorrow, then you know we'll they're not gonna trust me if I'm not wearing my hat, right? Remember, it's the little things. They'll notice the little things. The little things. All right. Um, I guess we'll search for it in the... Oh, wait. You hear that? Hear what? Listen. Listen with your mind. Oh, yes. The Goliath has it. He's taking it back to his room. Okay, good. Once he goes to sleep, we'll sneak in. He was drinking, right? Did you yeah, see him drinking? Yeah, yeah, they were drinking. Okay. All of them. So, yeah, we'll we'll wait here for a little bit. And then we'll we'll sneak in. Listen, I'll take care of it. My body is smaller. I can slip in and out. I can hide easily. I'll I'll get the hat. Okay, okay. I'll go back to my room then. Okay. Just listen for listen for his dream sequence. You know. Yes, of course. I know how this works. And then uh, Captain Kayo steps out the door, nods to you before he closes the door and closes it, and then goes to his room. About two hours later, you notice that. The rambunctious group of uh, people that you're, you were with, uh, Kath, this guy named Keth, and then this girl named Astra, Velomir, and the human ranger named Finch, they, uh, they just came up here and started screaming. And you think that they're screaming your name, 
because they're looking for you maybe because they're you're, you're their friend yeah uh so you just learned your name all um, right oh, perfect so from there you hear them get quieted down and then they go to their rooms and after they do that you're noticing that the goliath's asleep okay after i notice that he's asleep i'm gonna wait 10 to 15 minutes okay and then try to sneak into his room all right so you sneak into the hallway Pretty much everyone in this tavern, you can tell, is pretty much drunk. Okay. Um, that's sleeping. So you head over to the Goliath's room door, and you have a set of thieves' tools. Ah, oh, I do. Okay. Um, first, I'm going to check to see if it is actually locked. It is locked. Okay. I'm going to attempt to uh, to to pick this lock. All right. Give me the skill check. That is a 22. 22, you successfully and stealthily open up the lock and open and crack the door open. Okay. And yeah, I'm just going to try to stay as silent as possible and see if I can spot the hat. Okay. So right. you open up the, the, the door a little bit and you look around and you spot the hat on a desk, kind of like the desk that you have in your room. Okay. It'll, it's about 10 feet away. I'm going to try to make that 10 feet okay. very silently. Give me a stealth check. Oh, that's also a 22. All right. Yeah. You successfully and easily step into the room, grab the hat, and walk out. Yes. Perfect. And then you close the door behind you? Yes. Okay. Let's see if I can do that silently as well. Okay. So give me a stealth check. That is a 8 plus 5. That's a 13. Okay. So as you click the door in place, you hear a, on the other side a... Uh-huh. I'm going to quietly but very quickly scurry back to my room you tiptoe down the hallway and get into your room really quickly and uh close the door behind you okay and i want to put the hat under my bed okay and just keep it there okay until um and so after you get inside your room and you're about to put that hat under the bed you do hear the goliath's door open and he's you can sense that he's like thinking oh what was that noise yeah <laughs> like metal gear solid <laughs> <laughs> Um, and from there, that's, that'll be that scene. You go to sleep. Okay. The next morning, Dorothy, you hear a knock at your door right after you open your eyes to the sun peering into the room. Is it the, the same knock as last time? Yes. Okay. I want to take the hat into my hand. Okay. And, uh, go answer it. Okay. So you go answer the door and it is Captain Kayo. And he says, everyone's asleep. Good thing they drank so much. Yes, it's actually perfect, and I just want to put the hat on its head. Oh, you got it. Good job. Good of job. course I did. All right. What kind of weapons are you working with? Oh, God. He's got um, he's got a bunch of instruments and stuff, but I did find this this sword, this rapier. Oh, okay. I think I can Oh, that handle... looks nice. That looks real nice. Yeah, I think it's uh, a masterwork even. Nice. I can really handle myself with this. Very good. Um, Looks like this guy had a, uh, a cutlass, and uh, I've... also this thing I've never seen before. It's an odd thing. And he pulls it out of like a side sheath on his belt. It's about 15 inches long and it's a straight iron barrel with a wooden piece going along the side of it to a grip. He's holding it by the handle and right at the index finger, there's a trigger. What is this? Uh, don't know. I've never, I've never seen anything like it before, but mm. it looks like it might pack a mean punch, you know? Yeah, be careful with that. I, I think it might be kind of loud. I, I see some gray powder stuff inside. And also, I just want to like lightly put my hand on and push it to the side. Don't point that thing at me. No, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's probably like a wand or something. 
It's something magical. It's unfamiliar. So yeah, you you want to go uh, look around and see what we can find out, out out there? Maybe go talk to the crew and see what what they're up to. Yeah, the more information, the better. Yeah, let's go talk to let's go talk to that ship. Okay. And then y'all scurry out at the break of day at the at the tavern, and you're no longer there. Let's see who wakes up first between everyone but Doroth. Everyone give me constitution checks. 20. 10. 12. 11. Astra, you wake up first. What do you do once you wake up? You're a little hungover. It hurts a little bit. Okay, I'm going to pull out my water skin and... <laughs> Rehydrate. <laughs> Rehydrate. I'm going to also check on Oystrich. Okay, yeah. Oystrich, uh, he... You're not really sure what he was doing all night last night in your apparel hiding around, um, but he seems to be fine right now. He's just sleeping on the bed. Okay. I will go outside of my room and see if anybody else is up. Okay. So you step outside of your room. Are you like gearing up for the day or? I mean, assuming it's morning. Yeah. But I mean, like, are you going to wear like civilian clothes, not carry weapons, go downstairs? I will get ready for the day, assuming that we're leaving as soon as everybody's ready. Okay. So you're putting on your armor and everything? Yeah. Okay. So that does take a little bit of time. So we will go to the next person in order on the constitution check, which would be Felomir with a 12, I think. Yes. All right. So Felomir, your tiefling sleep was uh, adventurous in your daydream. Um or your night, your your dreaming state, you were knocked out pretty hard by the alcohol, and uh, you basically just went on your own private adventure through the woods and through paths. It it went by so fast too. It's like how did you travel that much time in just a day's worth of dreaming? But you saw a lot of things that you've never seen before. Nothing in particular. Probably just your imagination. Nah, nah. Remora, <laughs> <laughs> where are you? Oh. Damn visions. <laughs> Are you going to write it down in your journal? <laughs> yeah, I'll pull out uh, my <laughs> dream journal. My dream journal. My, yes. Yeah, my vision tome, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll record what I saw. And then after that, I'd probably just get up and get ready to go downstairs. Right. Um, so from there, uh, with your time to write your, in your vision tome, who was next? I think it was Felomir, or Finch with 11. I was 11, yeah. Okay. So Finch, you wake up, and you are also hungover. I feel like this probably—I'll probably, probably kind of like start to wake up on my stomach, and like all my hair is like just in my face. I'm disheveled. I can't really see out of it. Almost. I just, you probably know what that's like in real life with your hair. Yes, I, I'm, I'm pulling totally out of real life right now, <laughs> except for this part where I'm gonna—I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of just be back. When you scream back, you see him fly from the top of the armoire in your room and like laying on your chest, like while you're laying on your back. Okay. What happened? No. And I was kind of, huh. And I'll just start to kind of stretch and I'll wake up. And I think in a Finch demeanor, I don't go, I don't step outside of a room without being fully prepared. So I'm going to kind of put everything on. Okay. So you're gearing up completely too? Totally. So that takes some time. Kath? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. We're groan and roll out of bed. All right, so you literally roll to the side of the bed and swing your feet off and put them on the ground. What's going on? 
I will grab my I'll grab my gear to you, except uh, being that I'm hungover, I'm going to forget that I'm missing an eye and not put on my, my makeshift eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you don't put it on? And I mean, it sounds like you're not doing a lot of prep then because you don't have a lot that you're wearing anymore. No, I don't have any armor or anything. So, so uh, you head downstairs first. Slip into your loincloth and <laughs> get the day started. <laughs> So you head downstairs and into the tavern room, and Jong is like still working the bar. Um, seems like he didn't sleep at all, maybe. And he looks over at you and he goes, "Oh, oh, you, you know, you. Oh, that's right. That's how I feel. You got breakfast in this place? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'll sit down at the bar. Right, what'd you want? A lot of meat. Meat. Okay." How about a turkey leg? Two turkey legs. Two turkey. You can count to two, right? I can count to two. Okay. Just I can some. also count to 57. I need a lot of water. All right. I'm going to go get water. Water? Yeah. Oh, I would have taken you or an ale guy. Uh, no, not this early. Okay. I mean, you always heard about the hair on the pig, right? Uh, no. What's what's a hair? A hair you you treat a hangover with more alcohol. I did feel really good last night. It's been a long time since I felt like that. I think you're right. I'll have another. You want a spicy ale? Yeah. Spicy ale. I love. There could be a whole four <laughs> spinoff with just these two. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is the yeah, this is the Fast and Furious like yeah. seven. This is Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he heads to the back real quick, and he comes back pretty quickly with two already roasted turkey legs, and he puts them on like a, a tin plate and puts them in front of you, and then he takes a uh, an ale and he pours it, and then he takes a couple peppers, like red peppers of some sort, and crushes them in his hand. And the seeds and the juice just all fall into the ale. He then just drops the peppers and it splashes all, like onto the counter, into the mug. And he hands you a spicy ale. I'll uh, I'll start chugging it because I'm dying of dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you chug it, um, it actually doesn't taste too bad. Uh, you were expecting it to be pretty bad, um, but it ends up working in some way, some weird way. It's got a sweet and peppery taste. Oh, this, this is pretty good. Right, yeah, it's going to be 12 gold. Oh, okay. Hey, here's that key. You said I got some some gold back for giving it to you? Mm-hmm. You give me the key back, you get two gold back. So we'll just say you give me 10 gold. Or, oh, look at that. Yeah, 10 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Doing basic math. He knows his twos. He knows <laughs> one and two real well. <laughs> and I'll take out ten gold and slide it over to him. Oh. And start devouring and he, the and he takes, legs. He takes six of the gold coins and leaves the four, at least four on the counter. I'll just shrug and take them back. <laughs> <laughs> so did you sleep last night? Oh no, I don't get any sleep until about noon. How how long have you been working? I get three hours of sleep at noon and then I start working again. <laughs> Damn! Fuck. So, uh, if if I could just get my finances in order, I could get more sleep. He's just doing this to get through through college, right? <laughs> this is the hardest working dwarf in Aces, man. It seems like every time, every month, I come up short. You know? Oh no! <laughs> I wonder why. So I just work through the day as much as I can. 
Turns out he actually gets eight hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I like you. So here's some here's some gold, and I'll slide him ten gold. It's it's for you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Six gold. Um, at this point, because Astra was the first of the Constitution check, Astra, you come downstairs to the tavern, all geared up and ready, and you see Keth at the bar eating furiously at two turkey legs, and an empty ale mug is like upside down next to him. Good morning, Keth. Uh, good morning, Astra. You you uh, drinking again? Well, he's, he said it was the uh, uh, hair of the pig. What does that mean? You drink spicy spicy ale, and it makes you feel better. That's interesting. I mean, I, f- I feel pretty good. What? Well, I mean, I, I guess better. that that's what counts. I'll sit down and start. I'll take out a ration and start eating it. Okay. <laughs> he actually sees you. Like he comes from the back of the tavern behind the bar, and he sees you at the bar, and he walks over and stands in front of you and says, "I'm gonna get you anything." Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next in the order was Felomir. You come downstairs. Mm. Good morning. Good morning, Felomir. I'll, uh, take my seat next to Keth. What you eating? Turkey legs. Looks good. They're very good. Hey, have you heard about the hair of the pig? Of course I have. Uh, they got, they got some of that spicy ale here. I feel pretty good. That's, that's nice. Yep. At this point, Jong sees you st- sitting at the bar, fellow He walks over and he says, mm, Can I get you anything? Yeah, I want one of these turkey legs. Turkey leg? Mm-hmm. Anything to drink? I'll have this hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't serve hair of as a pig. drink. Of the pig. Oh, you, you want the spicy ale? Yes, the pig hair. No, that's it's called a spicy ale. It's a hair of a pig. You know, like you drink alcohol in the morning. To get right. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course. <laughs> Pardon me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have the spicy ale. Spicy ale and a turkey leg. That's going to be nine gold. I give him nine gold. (laughs) Before he takes the money, he walks away to get your food and drink. Uh, And you see the same squeezing pepper process into the ale. Give me a nature check, though. 18. Um, You actually recognize the peppers. They're called Curious Peppers. And if you eat one, it gives you one HP. But you have to eat it raw, in like in a whole, like the whole pepper, mm-hmm. uh, with him squeezing everything in and then like throwing it into the ale, and you're not eating all of it. You're just drinking the juices. It makes you. It does make you feel better, but it does nothing in terms of like healing you. Uh-huh. Um, but you actually recognize the peppers as curious peppers. Cool. So you see him squeeze them into the ale, and then drops all the pieces in, and then hands you the ale and the. The plate with a turkey leg on it, and then he sees the nine gold you've put on it, and he takes four away. I don't even pay attention after I set it down. <laughs> uh, so, you know, if you if you keep those peppers whole, you'll feel even better. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dave, by the way, if you ever need to remember what this bartender's voice sounded like, just remember the movie Sling Blade. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, I don't think I've seen Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just don't understand me. Yeah. <laughs> French fry potatoes, biscuits, and mustard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember he always said French fry potatoes instead of French fries. <laughs> I think I was modeling him after the Lazy Eye guy and Waterboy. Yes. That that was my thought process. You know, if you keep those peppers whole, it'll work even better. Mm, yeah, they're 
Well, they're they're cure peppers, right? Yeah. Yes, but you need to to consume them whole in order for them to work. But uh, it tastes better in the ale. Right. Then I'll just start drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, before I forget, uh, here's my room key back. Oh, and he hands you two gold back. Oh, of, co- of course. And I'll hand him mine as well. And then he hands you two gold back. I just leave it on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also don't pick mine up. <laughs> so you're leaving seven gold behind on the counter for him? Because you what? put nine down and he only took four. Whatever he tells me, <laughs> and whatever he gives me, I'm not taking. Like if he says nine gold, I'm, I'm giving him nine gold. <laughs> and then Fitch, you come downstairs. All right. Is coffee a thing in the, in Aces? Sure, sure. Having at least spotted tea. Yeah. Well, if I say coffee, am I going to get spotted tea? Or should I just say spotted tea? No, you can get coffee. Yeah, I'm going to come down, kind of like uh, you know, I'm, I'm all geared up and ready, but I think I'm obviously a little bit disheveled and just like. I'm not a morning person, especially not hungover, so I'm not really saying anything. I'm just going to go sit at the bar next to everybody. Okay. And he's already there from talking to Felomir, and uh, he looks at you and says, mm, Can I get you anything? Bread, butter, coffee, ale. Bread, butter, coffee, ale. All right. Um, I don't have the coffee. I'm not a barista. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you still want the bread and the butter and the ale? I'm just going to put down like five gold coins and just, yes, yeah, sure. That's too much gold. Take what you need. <laughs> <laughs> he takes two pieces of gold and walks away. And he brings you bread, butter, ale. And now the four of you are at the bar together, hungover and coming slowly coming coherent to the day. Uh, I'm going to look around. Is anyone else down here? No, it's very, it's completely empty other than the four of you. What time does it seem like? 8 a.m.-ish. Okay. Well... I guess we should wait on Doris, and then we got to find this captain, right? We're supposed to leave today. Yeah. Oh, they left already. Wait, what? Who? Uh, the captain and Doris. Doris, the, the gnome that was with us? Yeah, the one that sang yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, when did, when did they leave? Uh, about two hours ago at sunrise. I stand up. Yeah, I stand <laughs> yeah. up, too. <laughs> Where'd they go? Uh, they just went out the door. Did they say anything? No. Was he wearing his hat? I told you we couldn't cut, trust those damn pirates. <laughs> At that, I'm gonna give him my key <laughs> real quick. Do you get two gold back? Sweet. We need we need to go find the boat. It's the biggest boat in the harbor. That's what he said. We need to go now. I'm gonna rip his head off when I find him. Okay, calm. He- head out the door. Calm down, Kath. <laughs> uh, th- th- let's go. Um, and as you like. We'll say that like the last person to leave is probably Finch because he's the last one like fin- like he's like finishing his toast and butter <laughs> and ale like as y'all are running out the door, and you see uh, the Goliath Grakaya walk down the stairs as they like leave. Uh, I'll I'll stop before I completely shut the door and kind of like leave it halfway open and step back in for a second. Where where's Wiley? Where's Doris? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I just woke up. Well, the bartender here says that he's they've already both left two hours ago. He must have snuck in my room and taken the hat. Was the hat gone? Yeah, the hat's gone. Well, we're about to go try and find the boat. Oh, okay, yeah, it's the biggest one. Uh, with more, It's the biggest one in the dock, so yeah, it's over there. I'm going to get me some food before I leave. You're going to get some food? They're both gone. They could have already left. I mean, they're not going to leave without me. I'm the first mate. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, Captain, Captain Wiley Coyote wouldn't leave me. Okay. He was just, he's just trying to get his crew ready, probably. He told y'all we were leaving in the morning. I'm going to kind of look at him squinty-eyed like, something is amiss. And I'm going to walk out. <laughs> he sits at the bar as you as you walk out. 
Um, so the four of you are running to the dock, like running, running. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. Anyway. Yeah, I guess if Keth is, I'll be trying to keep up. Okay. We're all just trying to keep up with each other. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Keth's running, if Keth's running, I'm not gonna let him. If run I away. have to holler, slow down. I'm not afraid to holler it. <laughs> I, I picture this like uh, back in like the '80s, '90s movies where people are running through the airport and like luggage is all. Yeah. Over. <laughs> it's Home Alone, and we're all trying to catch the flight back, Kevin. <laughs> So yeah, you run through the like down the main street of Downland Harbor and you head towards the docks. And when you get to where you can see all the docks, you do see it. There is a large boat, like in like it's got like a two it's a two mast boat, and it's got a big front cabin and a big back cabin. There's a lot and there's a lot of crew walk like working on board, what like swabbing the poop deck and all that bullshit that you say about ships. <laughs> there's um, definitely a biggest boat. There is a biggest boat. That's gotta be it, right? This is the biggest one. Gorkaya said they wouldn't leave without him. Start running towards the ship. Okay, so you all run towards the ship. And uh, when you get onto the dock and you see the plank that's like heading up to the deck, um, you see uh, the crew just kind of like taking cargo and putting it on the boat, going up and down the plank. I'm just going to grab the closest crew member and hold ah. him up and say, Where's your captain? Oh, this poor 17 year old human boy. Oh, <laughs> you God. Him and you just scream at him. He's like, Oh, no. Kath, 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 calm down. Put him down. I'll just drop him. <laughs> he like hits, like he hits feet first, but he didn't realize you were gonna drop him, so he just falls onto his butt. Look, look, I'm sorry about him. Look, look just relax, relax. Where's the captain? It's okay, Kath. Are you talking about Captain Kylie, Captain Wiley Kayo? This is his boat, yes. Yeah, this is him. H has he been here today? Yeah, he came by to tell us to we're gonna delay like a day. Did he have anyone with him? Uh, yeah, a little, little gnome. And they're no longer here? No, they left. Where did they go? Uh, they said they had to do some shopping or something. Shopping? They had to prep for the journey tomorrow. How long ago were they here? About an hour ago. Which way did they head? He, like, stands up and, like, brushes himself off. Uh, I mean, into the town. I'll just look at Keth. Let's go. What you do gather is that you're not leaving today, you're leaving tomorrow now. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> uh, so I, I still think we're leaving today. <laughs> it's that senility creeping in. All right, so what are y'all doing? Y'all just we're running in the direction that he said they went. What I'm into picturing the, into the town. I guess so. What I'm picturing right now is like Astra and and uh, Finch are still running towards <laughs> the ship. They just like pass each other. Like, this way. We gotta go this way now. <laughs> they changed gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so you know, like uh, this port has one main street that leads down to the harbor, and it acts as like the entrance of town as well. If you're not coming from the sea, and there's like a hundred buildings throughout this town. Like it's a pretty decent town. It's pretty much the major port for Andrin. I have city secrets. You do have city secrets. Uh, how would you like to use city secrets in this case? I mean, if we're going to try to find shopping. Okay. Um, I mean, whenever y'all all came into town, uh, I pretty much told Finch and Dorth this when they first got in town, but there were like shops all along the main street. Did I notice that? Yeah, everyone noticed that. Okay. It was kind of like a, a summary for everybody because y'all are arriving at different times. Gotcha. Um, sh should we head back to the markets that we saw? When we came in? Yeah, the, the, the crewmates said they were shopping. What? What could they be shopping for? I'm, I don't know. Well, there was a general store that Dorothy and I went to. That's where we saw uh, Odie and Cicely, the little 
Little boy. Uh, didn't, didn't he say the, the boy, like, threatened him or something? I think there was nothing like that. He just was, he seemed odd and was skittish and was taking notice of us. And he, he was very much staring for a minute and it just put Dorothy at, at unease. Well, I mean, if, if they would recognize Dorothy, maybe we should go there and ask them if they've seen him. It, it seems like a, a good enough place to start, I think. Let's go. Do we have to run? <laughs> I'm uh, also visibly out of breath. <laughs> this old man can't keep up anymore. <laughs> Y'all head to the general stores, what I'm hearing? To the clocks. The Odie clock halls. Clock, Odie oh clock. my god. Hawk claw. Hawk claw. Clock hall. <laughs> An ale of mugs. <laughs> Odie Hawk Claw's general store. Uh, so yeah, you head down the main street and you find the Hawk Claw general store. Is that what I called it? Or was it the Hawk Claw Good? Hawk Claw Goods. No um, idea. No clue. Um, Let's see. I, I have Hawk Claw Goods written down. Hawk Claw Goods. So yeah, you head down the main street and you find Hawk Claw Goods, which uh, Finch recognizes as the place where this Sitaly guy worked. This is it. And I'll uh, approach and walk in first. And- okay. So you walk in first, and uh, Odie sees you and. Odie was very cheerful when you first got here this, this you know, yesterday. Uh, this time he looks at you and says, Oh my God, have you seen him? Se- seen who? Siddley. W- when was the last time you saw him? He's missing. Since for, for, for how long? He, I went, we went home last night and he went further to get to his house. Before, and I went into my house and then his house was a little bit further. So he went on ahead and I haven't, he, I haven't seen him since. Well, we're actually missing one of our party too. Uh, wh- where does Sicily live? Um, well, he lives... He lives on the the street heading west. Uh, it's the 11th Street up from the docks. 11th Street up from the docks. 11th Street up from the docks. Okay, okay. So you haven't seen uh, Captain Wiley or a, or a gnome come in here, the Dora from the other day? No, I haven't seen them today. I'm so worried about him. I mean, he he never misses a day, and he's been acting so strange the last couple months. Was he drunk? Um, no, we didn't do any drinking. Did you check on his house? Yeah, I went to knock on his door, and he wasn't. He never came out. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him. I just, I, he didn't come to his door. I didn't want to intrude in case he was doing something else, but... What, when's, when did you leave him? What time last night? About midnight. And that was... Okay, can I recall if they left before we went to sleep? The order of events was they went to pee, and then Odie and Siddeley left. They finished their dinner. And then 20, 30 minutes later, Finch recognized that it's been a while since Doris went to go pee. It doesn't take a man that long. Um, I think it's his actual, what he said. <laughs> yeah. um, and then y'all went to search for him, and it took you about 10 to 20 minutes to find the hat. So, okay. And I recall that? Yes. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. When you left last night, did you see Doris and Captain Wiley? No. No. They weren't outside at all. They were... They were peeing, from what we knew. No, I didn't see them. Ah. Are they missing too? Uh, yes, we saw them return shortly after you left, and they went to bed immediately. I bet it's those fucking sirens. This is the second time I've heard of these sirens. Tell me more. I mean, I'm the one that told you before. It's... <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> and that's, that's, that's one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> we think Siddeley was charmed by some sort of siren, and then the siren abandoned him. Have you seen... A siren before? We mean, we've always heard the legends and myths of sirens. 
Look, how long has... They have a barista company in town. <laughs> yeah, they got baristas, man. Get it? <laughs> uh, how, okay, how long has Siddeley... It's a criminal barista company. There's <laughs> one like, popping up on every street they corner. <laughs> they don't sell coffee. They sell baristas. <laughs> okay, this Siddeley, how long has he been acting like this? Um, I mean... A month or two? It, did anything happen the night or the day after? What, what happened? He just became very vacant. He didn't seem to know who he was. Uh, has he gone missing before? Um, no. He's always showed up to work on time since it happened? I mean, he doesn't like the job, but he knows he's got to make money somehow. Did anything strange happen before he started acting this way? The night before or the day? Y'all showed up? No, I mean... I mean, y'all are the newest people we've seen and... I mean, uh, however many months ago when he oh. first started acting strange. Um, I mean, he just started acting strange. Nothing weird happened in town or anything like that. Doesn't make any sense. I'll just turn back to all my companions. But he's missing. I mean, we gotta find him. All right, give, give me his, give me his, uh, his home address again. You said the 11th Street up. Well, what does the house look like? I need to make sure I go into the right house. The house is a, a, a brown house with white trim. Does brown. he live alone? Yeah, it's just him. His mom died years ago. We're gonna go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try and find him. Is there anywhere he would have gone? Is there anybody else he knows? I, I, there's not a lot to do in town other than work. And, you know, make sure the ship crew, that the ships that come through are given the goods they need. And then go drink. And that's, if he wasn't at the tavern, then I don't know where he is. Well, I think but we should... got to find him. He, like, kind of takes you by the collar and, like, shakes you a little bit. Let me go. He's my boy. Please, baby, please. Find <laughs> him. Look, do you have a do you have a key to his house? Uh, no. I'll get in. It's All fine. Right, well, we're gonna break in. If you think it's worth it, just find him. We'll we'll try. And then I'll turn and start to walk out. Okay. So you turn and walk out. And I'm guessing you're walking towards. 11th Street. Mm-hmm. All right. And so as we're walking like past all the different shops, I want to be looking in, in the windows. windows to try to see if the okay. of the captain's in there. Uh, yeah, you give me a perception check, actually. 12. No, 13. Okay. Uh, no, you you don't see him. You As you go get down to 11th Street, you haven't seen them inside of any shops. So you start going down 11th Street on the west side, and you head... And you find a brown house with white trim. It's the only one on the street. I'll walk up and knock on the door. All right, so you knock on the door. Siddeley! Siddeley, are you in there? Well, I I guess this is this house. Is there a, like a back, not a backyard, but like a back side of the house that's yeah. accessible? Sure. Uh, I want to walk around back, see if there's like a back door, or see if there's, yeah, you, see if anything is amiss out, out back. You go around out back, and there's a back door, and there's like some wooden crates with stuff in them nothing really important but i mean it's it seems like uh it's a very square house very square and cubicle i'll uh, i'll jiggle the the back door knob okay so you jiggle at it uh it does not unlock okay i'll go back around okay do thieves tools include a lock picking kit or is that yes okay i have thieves tools and uh i'm also proficient with them okay so i'm gonna so, uh, yeah give me a proficiency dexterity check you can try to unlock the door with your lockpick kit. Is there anyone walking around the streets right now? Yeah, there's people walking around. Um, not specifically on this area of town. Uh, they were definitely people on the market street. Right. But like this is just kind of like the residential side, like a residential area. So people are working or something. 
I'll uh, I'll stand like with my back towards Finch while he's picking the lock okay. and just kind of completely cross spread eagle <laughs> arms. <laughs> Very inconspicuous. Um, I rolled a nineteen. Nineteen. You easily unlock the door and jiggle the doorknob and it opens up. Okay, I'm gonna kind of slowly start to open it and kind of shout in, "Siddly!" Uh, when you shout nothing, you don't get a response after about 20 or 30 seconds. Like, this is Finch of the Crimson Command. I'm here on behalf of your safety. Are you here? Siddly! Let's just go in. And I'll like sort of make my way through the doorway. Okay, so you push yourself in and you look around and it is a square, like one room cottage basically. And as you look around, you easily notice there's some sort of tussle that's happened. The bed is kind of flipped over. Some some chairs are knocked over. Plates are on the ground. It seems like there was some sort of struggle. Uh, and this is a one-story? A one-story cottage. One-room cottage. Okay. I guess can I make like an investigation check to sure. see? Sure. See what all I can gather? That's a 21. 21. Uh, you notice quickly that it seems like no one's been in this house for about a month. It's very dusty. And as you like look around, you notice that like there were some muddy footprints that were left behind, and they've dried up and caked up pretty bad. Uh, and there's two sets of them, and you can only tell because they kind of spread out from the front door, mm-hmm. and they went into the house, and then they went out the back door. Two sets of footprints? Yeah. And, and they, and they're, they kind of go all over the house, and then you see two sets of footprints going out the back door. And they look relatively old? Yes. And also barefoot. Are they standard humanoid size, both of them? Yes. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just be kind of doing like a Sherlock Holmes, walking through like, well, there's definitely been some sort of tussle here, and this, this dust, and I'll like rub my finger on something. No one's been here for weeks, maybe even a month. Well, and that, that's weird. Didn't... Wait, wait. Oh. And then these, these footprints, and I'll just start following them. <laughs> He's in his mind palace right now. <laughs> There's, 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 there's two of them. They split up. And also a few weeks old, maybe. And they're barefoot. Hmm. I'll, I'll look at my feet, and then I'll compare my feet with one of the uh, the mud prints. Your feet are much larger. Well, they weren't half-orcs. No, they appear to be human. Or something similar. Huh. And, and they, seems they went out the back door. And I guess I'm just going to go to the back door and just open it up. Uh, it's locked. Can I unlock it from the inside? You can. Uh, we'll say there's like a modern style little non-key needed lock. It's a latch, maybe? <laughs> yeah, a latch. We'll say there's a latch. Okay. It appears that they went through the back door, but it, yet it's still locked. Well, the front was locked, too. Okay, there's not a latch. Okay. okay. I there's was going to say, there's like, a little thing okay. for it to be able to like, you lock it, then you close the door behind you. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess I'll just like open the door and go out and kind of inspect the little alley or whatever's behind the cottage. This being the outside and it being kind of, and it's been a month, we'll say any kind of tracks are gone at this point. Okay. I'll walk back in. I'm not sure what, but something, something definitely happened here. And I guess at this point, I'll probably start rummaging through any sort of like drawers or chests, cupboards, anything like that. Okay. Um, yeah, you start rummaging through, and it's really just standard stuff that would be in a cottage. Nothing out of the ordinary. There's not even, like, papers or anything. He doesn't seem to... He may not even be well-versed in literature. Like, he might not know how to read and write. Um, he's just... It seems like he's, like, a 16, 17-year-old boy that's living on his own trying to survive. Is there any food in here? Yes, and it's all rotted. Okay. 
I'd like to take just real notice of the uh, footprints and stuff for future tracking, sure. possibly. Yeah, you put it to memory and like look at the caked mud that's mm-hmm. on the ground, and you you've got a good idea of what Velomir has are, seen. Of the two uh, separate uh, <clears throat> sets of footprints, are they about the same size? Yes. Okay. Um, the guy that tried to mug Finch last night. What was his name? Rian, the storm. Was he wearing shoes? He was. Okay. Oh, I mean, something definitely happened here, but I don't know know what it could be. I mean, this is weeks old, as I said, and Siddeley's been present at work in the bar until now. I don't really know how it all fits together. And they're barefooted, too. Softskins usually wear boots, right? Usually, yes. I don't know, maybe we uh, we walk the streets checking more stores, looking for our friends, and now also taking notice of people not wearing shoes. It's a good idea. Should we split up? Cover more ground? Should we report this to the local authorities? I can at least report it to uh, the Crimson Command outpost before we leave. I mean, he's only been gone for... I don't think you've no- There hasn't been any city guard. There's been, like, no town guard. It's just a town that's running itself, basically. There is an outpost here, though. There is a Crimson Command outpost because it's a port, so... Well, perhaps we should go to the Crimson Command. I don't... Now that I think about it, I haven't seen any local guards or anything. Yes, it does seem this uh, port is a little unkempt, if you will. That's one word for it. Does that mean, like, dirty? Something like that. I'll turn to Astra and say, I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) I just nod at him. Well, at, at any rate, something strange is going on. We should probably hurry. Okay, follow me. All right, so you uh, run out the house and you look towards the main street to go towards the docks to where you know Crimson Command Post is where you were told where the Crimson Command Post was. Also, before we leave, I would like to return the cottage to the state it was when we found it. Oh, so like locking the doors and everything? Yeah. Okay, so you lock all the doors and you all run out and you start uh, heading towards the main street in like a hurried, not jog, I guess, but like a... a speed walking. You're speed walking. And uh, as you get to the main street and you look across the street on the east side of 11th Street, you see about 150 yards away, you see Doris. And you see him walking with someone up to a house, someone you've never seen before. And that person that he's with is carrying a bunch of clothes in their hands. And on top of that pile of clothes, the captain's hat. And that's where we will end tonight. Dang it. Captain Jensen episode, uh, Bryn thought that the old man with the boys (laughs) was like a rape guy. Yeah, he kept saying young boys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't, I don't, that's not how I took that the first time you described it, but okay. And now we think that this captain, (laughs) yeah.
They go, let me help you out there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay the troll store to get to this <laughs> I guess I've just given this vibe that ship captains are fucking pedophiles and perverts. <laughs> hey man, they've been, on, been out at sea for a long time, man. And the sea critters ain't cutting it no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Benji's character and just whip out your balls. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I don't want you to go fight him. <laughs> and I want you to go hit that man right over there. You're a man or what? You're going to show me your balls. We know you got balls. Now let me see your guts. <laughs> <laughs>